Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wonderful. Welcome back, sir. Hello. How goes it? Oh, not bad, not bad, not bad. It's been an interesting week or so. Um, everybody, everybody who isn't me and my family got COVID. I saw, so, um, I saw Bryn's tweets. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, my brother and his other half have got an eight-week-old baby. So they were already pretty tired. And then they both got COVID. And they not wasn't ideal. I pretend I do not see it. Uh, yeah, and also it's like, oh, I'll help by well, I, I can I can put groceries in front of your door and run away. That's about all I can do. That's about all I'm allowed to do. So because you, well, you know, normally I mean, you go it's and, something. And it's something. It's something. <laughs> I I bought loads of nappies and left them outside the door and ran away like some sort of helpful prank. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, obviously, Bridget, we've met. I don't know if yes, I have uh, met this you. Is the lovely Dr. Dr. Brooks. Sarah Brooks. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice Make to meet sure you. To put that May I ask in there for you, a, a doctor of what? <laughs> it's a PhD, so it's not you know like medically related, but uh, my field is communication. I uh, basically study media effects. Cool, lovely. Yeah, yeah. And funnily very enough, for... you bring up. <laughs> I'm very good for talking about all of the dumb media shit that we talk about on here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you get like the proper backed up ap- academic argument as opposed to what we reckon. Yeah, essentially. Yes. <laughs> that is essentially it. It's funny that you mentioned COVID because I was just in your country three weeks ago and brought it back with me and poured it. A gift. So... A gift from the British Isles. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know it's yeah, fine here? It and we could fixed very much it. be related to Hey, good be, good be. Yeah. With, I think we're still riding that Omicron wave. Oh, cute. That's what yeah. I have is Omicron, so... Yeah. Are you still, are you still, still with it? Yep, very highly medicated at the moment. Oh, no, I had it, um... I, yeah, first time in the whole pandemic, I had it like uh, four or five weeks ago. And yes, I spent the last sort of five days of it sort of gently humming in a corner because <laughs> I got tired and then weird and then on cough beds and, and then mm-hmm. and then it went away. So maybe that'll just make you more fun today, Brooks. <laughs> well, I specifically didn't take my my opioid cough medicine so that I wasn't like falling Oh, well, asleep. God damn it! <laughs> Delicious liquid oxy. <laughs> yep. 
I've just started uh, watching Dope Sick, so I'm full of I'm full of. <laughs> full oh, of fun! Fat. I have not gotten around to that one yet. It's good. Um, it's good stuff. I've only watched a couple of episodes, but it's deeply, like, so profoundly depressing as all these things are. Oh, I'm sure. But it's got Michael Keaton's evil face in it, and I'm a big fan of it. He's got Would his weird say? little creepy Tim, smile. I have to show you this, so, to prove that I'm not lying about the fact that I am actually going to send you something for the number of times that you have appeared on the podcast. <laughs> I've always assumed you're a damn liar. I mean, in some Fair. cases, yes. I just way overestimated or underestimated how much time something was going to take me, and I got really ambitious, because that's how I am as a person. Cubers. The giant thing that cubers? I started working on the first oh. time you came on the podcast was this, and it's still not done. <laughs> Excellent. Is so the whole thing going to be black? Is that the... That's partially the problem, but then I was also going to, like, stitch a bunch of stars onto it. Yeah, I was going to say, when you're stitching... eventually. When you're stitching neg a negative pattern, so you therefore yeah. have to do everything else, it's going to take yeah. fucking years. Yeah, and then, um, these are for you and Ben. Oh, little QRs. Yeah. Is that, QR, is that what QR codes are? I've had a sudden crisis of confidence. Is that a yes, QR no, code? Yes, no, these are QR codes. And oh, like it can that. be a fun little surprise what they are. Oh, viruses. They're linked to viruses. <laughs> no. Dropbox yeah, file. So Trip. I wasn't lying, and I just kept feeling so bad about it. <laughs> no, no, all good. All good. Because... Oh, a quick question. Yes. Because I've heard it both now. Uh, do you prefer Sarah or Brooks? <laughs> Uh, I do not really have a preference. I might um, go for Brooks because it sounds like I'm yelling at a, uh, are carry-on films a thing that you're aware of? Sort of like the, the British farce culture where like uh, a, a foreman might go, Brooks! That sort oh. of thing. No, I sure. feel like I've, I feel like I've fallen into the cultural divide. I feel like I've broken my ankle in the cultural divide. <laughs> no, you're good. I can't say I get that reference, but oh, I think, I, I, think I get the vibe. Yeah, truly, truly yeah. awful, badly produced films from the 1960s and 70s that are unaccountably popular because we didn't have much on. Lots That's of uh, lots of uh, uh, women's bras falling off, but you don't see anything because it's the 60s. Lots of that, um, <laughs> and men going. Phew. Just an enormous that. amount of that. Some of our most famous stars wasted their mid-careers in those films. Very fun. Uh, yeah, no, I physically cannot bring myself to call her by her first name because she used to grade my papers, and Sarah is also the name of my childhood best friend who used to live across the street from me. And that has been a connection that I have never been able to get rid of in my brain. <laughs> it feels illegal, and I don't know why. It feels illegal. No, I'll stick with Brooks then. <laughs> so um i mean i do have some do have some stuff planned for today of course i do what am i talking about oh i'm off to a great start um does anyone want to start off with just like things that are happening in their lives though are we already recording oh we have been yeah oh good well i'm glad i haven't said anything truly reprehensible i forgot you do this i forgot yeah. that this is a feature I arrive and it's already happening, and I'm making my pre-show small talk. Yeah. Not knowing. Because the pre-show small talk is funny sometimes, and I like to... <laughs> Emphasis on sometimes. I mean... Yeah. 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 It, if it helps, everybody but Bridget forgets most of the time. It's because I do like, all the yeah. work here. 
basis. Yeah. Like, wait, oh, right. You're probably recording this, aren't you? I feel like I need to get, like, an on-air sign that I can, like, turn on in the background of my room. Get a big neon sign to make everyone nervous. Everyone needs a big nervousness sign. Actually, that'll that'll probably be a thing I do when I finally get an apartment and, like, have, like, an actual recording space. Is like Are you pro- is that in, is that in the plans or is that a hope of a dream of a wish? Actually, in the plans, yay! Mm. You can just get a neon sign that says "Be afraid." And yes. That too. Yeah. A that sign could be of fear. Fun. Make everyone yeah, extra uncomfortable, other than just my like you know time. off-putting personality. <laughs> well, you can also get your face in neon, go like doing a deadpan stare both together <laughs> the combo but yeah no i genuinely feel like an on-air sign is something i need just to make my life easier and yeah make everyone else's lives easier i don't know just to remind everyone we have um to be fair i do have uh, a strong feeling that apart from the strongest of medias the best part of any show is the stuff that happens to get recorded outside of the show and then edited together i prefer bloopers to the shows and the fun and the word bloopers is fun. You're so, so right. Um, actually, I don't. I don't know if you watch this show, Tim. Do you watch what we do in the shadows? I do watch what we do in the shadows. Oh, wonderful! It can be so annoying about this because one of the yeah. uh, one of the things on our list of like questions slash talking points for today is to even though our uh, third member of the podcast is not here because he's off doing big boy Congress things. Uh, Bastard. I know, right? participating in government <laughs> Trick. Um, we've been bullying him about starting to watch that show because we're going to talk about it on our weekly TV slash movie discussion stream when season 4 starts airing whether he is ready or not it's coming It's coming. so now you can help, no. we were going to bully him regardless of the fact that he's not here so now you can help, because you understand well, I, I do, I do, and because I'm English I can do a Matt Berry impression So I oh. love Matt Berry very so much. I need to start watching Toast of London and Toast of Tinseltown. It's all good. I can hear you, Clem Fandango. <laughs> and also, I need to figure out a way for me to get my grubby American paws on um, that sketch comedy show that Natasha Demetrio just du- just dropped on the like, BBC iPlayer or whatever. It's like Ellie and I Natasha. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, I didn't it just know dropped literally like yesterday. I will watch this because I'm in England and therefore have the iPlayer. Well, have you considered um, the delights of a VPN? I've I do never have used a VPN. One. I just actually have well, to like go to... about figuring out how to use the BBC iPlayer because I haven't yeah, done that it's... since I was pirating Doctor Who as a fourteen-year-old. You you realise we're being recorded, yeah. and the Director General of the BBC can hear this. <laughs> Oops. Oh, I wow. do actually. It, it, it's not something you think about, but the fact that the person who runs the BBC is called the Director General, Are they which actually? is actually. Quite a fucking title. It's like the prince, you know, like Prince Bishop of Mainz or something, or yeah. what's the other one? Um, God Emperor. Those kind of like two-part titles that are really fucking highfalutin. The Director General. God Emperor. Don't was fuck the, last the Director Dune book General. That was enjoyable. I mean, I'm, I must. I, I've never, I've never read a Dune book. I've looked I, at one pretty hard, um, but they're they're thick boys. They are very thick boys. I forced myself to read the entire series and. Towards the end, it wasn't very fun, but I liked the part afterwards where I had a bunch of knowledge about the Dune extended universe in my head and could talk about it. Hmm. Just dropping facts about that. I'm going to say 
Quizhadarak. Is that a thing? So close. Something like that. Something Quizhadarak. Quizax Hadarak. There we are. I'm so embarrassed. Frank Herbert would be absolutely appalled. (laughs) What's the box you put your hand in that's bad? Uh... I don't know if that I don't know if they ever actually give you the name for the box, but the name of the test is the Gomjabar. Gomjabar, there it is. You'll not go far unless you pass the Gomjabar. <laughs> that's what you learn. That's what you're learning to Dune. Welcome to, to Dune. Put your hand in pain box and find out if you're the Kazadarak. <laughs> West Country Dune. It's a new it's a new, it's a new <laughs> terrible sketch I'm working on. West Country Dune. Alright. Mind that sandworm, it'll eat your face. <laughs> In fact, I don't even think, no, that's not even West Country. I don't even know the regions of my own country. That's Brummy. West I Country would be. I can't break down the accents that specifically. I can say, like, I can. S- I know what some sound like, but not all. Go on. Well, like, I like can pick out, like, what, like, a northern slash, like, Yorkshire type accent is, and I know that, like... Northern slash York... Northern slash Yorkshire. They'd be fucking appalled! I'm sure they would be. I'm... I'm a dirty American. There's Lancashire. Lincolnshire. Sitting just below there in the Midlands. Different. Slightly. North and South Yorkshire. Both different. I'm a dirty... I'm a dirty American. What can I say? I can pick out vague, very broad regions. That's about it, though. Yeah. Well, as far as we're concerned, you have West Coast, East Coast, Southern. And because we've watched Fargo, um, Minnesota. like um, Minnesota. Yeah. Beyond that. And maybe Kentucky. I don't know. I try not to cross the Mason Dixon line. It's best not to. <laughs> I put it there days. for a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're sort of like the Mason Dixon hub now. It's sort of the uncomfortable middle. Yeah, it's... Uh, hmm, it's. I don't know how much uh, precisely what filters over through y'all's news media, but uh, it is uh, rough here. Oh, well, yes, we know. It's because it's rough here as well. We, we, we've we decided to follow suit. Oh, cute, so it's just everyone. Yeah, 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 everything's awful. Everything's awful and nobody's happy. It's weird. Uh, do you, did everyone do... Now. Okay, I've started three sentences. Beautiful. Let's, let's slow down. Um... Obviously, we'll not get into him, but the last one that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were all like, this man's ridiculous. This is a ridiculous man. Isn't it surprising that somebody this ridiculous is running a country? And you, then you, you remember have, that... have a pretty ridiculous we've, guy at the moment. We've got a, we've got a silly bastard. Um, <laughs> but the prime ministerial system is a bit weird because you can kind of win without ever actually properly winning and leave without ever actually properly losing because it's the prime minister rather than the party, blah, blah, blah. So we get so... we get weirdos. Electro- I'm sensing some vague vibes of an electoral college winning without it's actually sort of. winning. Well, no. So, like, the, the so like everyone votes for an MP, and then the MPs all go to Parliament, and then whoever's got the most MPs or can form a coalition coalition runs the government. But you all sort of agree to it. So everything it works I like understand that. about the United Kingdom's government system comes from that show that Peter Capaldi was in before he was the Twelfth Doctor, it's where a- he was yes. Yeah, um, the thick of it. Yeah, and the I film love that show Luke. so much, where he was just swearing a mile. It's a, a pretty good rundown. It's a pretty, it's a pretty good rundown. And I don't you... even understand that much because I was too busy just laughing at all the dumb <laughs> jokes. <laughs> yeah, but um, but that happens, and then the the party agrees. Well, you'll run it. Like we don't vote choose that person, but it's all understood. Anyway, it means it's slightly easier to become prime minister than president. Um, but 
uh, lest we forget, Silvio Berlusconi was a thing for like oh, a decade. God, yeah. The OG being a weird sex pervert and still in power unaccountably for the a decade and I wound still up in. knowing that name was because a couple of years ago on uh last week tonight john oliver did a bit like did the main story about like hey americans you've probably never heard of this guy but you might want to he may seem familiar yeah yeah it was right when he was like about to come back i think or like yeah, potentially I don't think he managed I think the court stepped in. Solid. Because he was an actual convicted criminal. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But it's Italy, and I don't want to be pejorative about Italy, but Italy's weird. <laughs> when it comes, they're sort of like, oh, did you did you commit a crime? Pfft, don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. It's I mean, a, it'll, it, we all, it, ever, it all happen. We all get convicted for fraud. Don't worry about it. Go away for a year and a half and come back. And any Italians that want to at me, Please do, because I don't really know how what I'm talking about. That's fair. That's entirely fair. I know very few things that I'm talking about, so if anyone wants to correct me, have at it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you don't have a lot of that, people correcting you on the internet without being invited to. I'm sure that's something you're entirely unfamiliar with. Uh, no, you need an audience for that. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our 46 YouTube subscribers. Love you. <laughs> We're trying. We're really trying. Um, <laughs> I feel like you were Brooks. I feel like you looked like you were gonna say something like two minutes ago, and I registered that, and then just mentally like blew past it and kept talking. Did you have something you'd like to add? Well, I was gonna point out that like we talked about Silvio Berlusconi in class once, and you clearly don't remember it. <gasps> yeah. Not paying attention to class. Interesting. Interesting. Because the major reason that he was able to attain power in the first place and maintain his power was because of his media ownership. That his company had huge media holdings in Italy, and then the majority of the terrestrial TV stations in Italy are controlled by the government. So when he took office, he controlled every TV station but one. Um, Fascinating. And the vast majority of Italians get their political news from TV as their main source or their only source. So he was able to control the entire narrative of his time in No, I don't remember that. That might have been the day that I had a panic attack in class and had to go hide in the bathroom for 45 minutes. <laughs> I didn't remember that. Yeah, I suppose yeah, it's like, yeah. I suppose it's the, it's what idiot face has with like Sinclair and Fox. Essentially, yeah. If that makes sense to me. Anyway, anyway, I do have stuff on the Google Doc. I don't know if anyone actually took a look at that. Doesn't actually I matter. I saw on the invite there were talking points. Yes. And I've had a look at the picture of the machine. If that's what we're yeah, going to talk about. Yeah, I am gonna actually for my own. I also like the fact it's like first topic of an audio medium. Here's a picture. Yeah, we're now terrible we at this. We do a lot of. <laughs> we do a lot of. It's something you can't see. I Let's know. chat. Although, in our defense, we do like, when this is released on audio format, we include a little link to the picture. Just so people oh, know. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I am is there a, little, put that. there a little bird near someone? Am I imagining I can just hear a... There's a humidifier going in my room. Is it that I thing goes... I just heard it. Oh, is that you then? No. No, it's definitely you. I mean, I got my windows open, 
but... I think we can hear a special little bird, but you can't. Oh, yeah, no. No, you're right. I just wasn't paying attention. Is that particularly distracting? I can close the window. No, it's quite nice. It makes it feel like you're... I didn't know my microphone was that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got sick gain on your mic. Love that. Okay, Uh, let's see. Can I put something in the video? The chat feature in this video while I am using it on a different device. We will find out. Oh, it's exciting. I've just got it up for me on a different screen. I was gonna say, um, and I have it up. This is for the this is for the benefit of people who are watching this. Um, oh, people! I forgot you put out a video portion. We do. I'd have dressed up. I mean, I wouldn't have dressed up. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> That's pretty dressed up. I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt earlier, but you know, it's uh, nearly eleven o'clock for me, so I'm in my gym jams. I love that. Oh my god, wait, that's a real word that people use? I just thought that was something from TV. Oh, gentlemen's gym jams. That's so fun, I love that. The the casual pajama. I love it. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So, I want to talk about, um, this, this item Mm. that is listed on, I'm gonna assume, Craigslist or something. Um... Shall I, shall I describe it? Yes. Viewer viewer and listener, let me take you into an audio world of vision. Imagine a revolver, standard wooden handle revolver. It's been augmented. Uh, the barrel has a little PCB taped over it and a ribbon cord going to a little screen that you can see if you were pointing it. The hammer has been replaced by a little flick switch. Um, and where the um, revolver... I don't know what you call it. The revolving bit of a revolver. The revolver uh, would go, they're sort of like uh, wrapped copper wire like you'd see around uh, a motor and some little switches and tapes, tape on the handle. It's very back to the future. And the caption is, I built this while tripping. No idea what it does. Not trying it either. $75 and it's yours. <laughs> $75 for a ruined gun. And I just... Or an improved gun. Or an improved... Like, my thing is, what if, and we don't know because this person is not trying it out, what if this is, like, the portal gun from Rick and Morty? Like, what if they actually figured it out while they were high on acid and we just don't know because they're too afraid to try it? It's true. It's very much like, what's that film? Safety Not Guaranteed. Haven't seen it. Oh, well, then this reference This goes happens now. to her constantly because I... she has unfortunately befriended two children who don't know all the 90s movies. <laughs> Safe Not Guaranteed's early, early thousands, early to mid 2000s, I believe, by the person who then directed. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. What's its name? The, the Jurassic World. Went on to do I that. Colin Trevorrow. Colin Trevorrow is the man's name. Oh, okay. No, 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 my extra facts haven't helped. Anyway, in that, there's an advert that says, um, looking for a companion to travel in time, have only tried it once, safety not guaranteed. They must bring home weapon or something like that. It very much reminds me of that, sort of like home homebrew dangerous technology. Yeah, no, honestly, um, I also feel like some vague knowledge of like, electronics or computers might help me here but i don't have that i don't think that whoever built this has a vague knowledge of electronics or computers 
because putting a PCB near a gun is not the same thing as making a gun electronic. Because I don't really see how this PCB interacts with anything that this gun does. Should I know what a PCB is? Yeah, it's the little green board. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it stands for please circuit board. <laughs> uh, sure. I can't come up with anything better. This guy there must it, CB has to be circuit board. What does the P stand for? Could it be plastic? <laughs> is that the, the actual yeah. surface of it is like yeah, it be plastic. Aside, aside from the like actual like metal electronics on it, is the base just plastic? Yeah, it's just etched plastic. Yeah. I'm going to say you're right, because I don't know. Alright, I'm going to guess. Uh, if anyone wants to correct us, feel free. Um, yeah. Doctor, would you care to comment? You're a doctor and therefore must know everything. Yeah. That's how it works, right? Sure. Yeah. I say yeah, it's yeah. correct. Ah, oh, there you go. Awesome. Sweet. <laughs> no need to fact check that. No, why no. would you bother? Done. Beautiful. Sorted. And this, is how, and this is how you mark things, right? Yeah, maybe. Could be. Yeah, pretty That's much. Fine. Whatever. Sometimes Probably. I really say out loud. I just don't care that much. Good. Yeah. Tick. B plus. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I was. I was. I vaguely know the struggle because I was. A, I was a teaching assistant f at one point. You get real tired of it real fast. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Well, the thing fine. is, the thing is, and in a very real sense, and both of you who have more to do with education can correct me if I'm wrong, but students are stupid and should be largely ignored. Is this correct? <laughs> is this? Is this? Is this correct? As a person who was a student, yes. Yeah. I've been a student, and I don't think anything I, in three years of doing a politics degree, I don't think I said one single useful thing, other than I, one thing that I said that I felt was a good analogy and was appreciated by a lecturer, and that was saying that using standard military tactics against uh, uh, terrorism and guerrilla warfare is like trying to hit smoke with a hammer. And I felt the metaphor was apt. Okay, pop apt, off. I say. Apt. Now, I probably wasn't the first person to say it, but I hadn't heard anyone else say it, therefore I'm taking it as a win. I'm th I think you can claim that. I'm going to say you can claim that. Yes. Hooray <laughs> for first year politics students. Hell yeah. <laughs> they've, um, got a, they've got all the answers. I mean, as far as... They, they might have answers at this point. Well, look at what the people in... Like, no one else seems to know what they're doing. It's true. It's true. The more experienced people don't seem to be doing it particularly well. We Could it be the case... Them? that this gun is a very, very over-engineered sort of Russian roulette thing. It you pull the trigger, be. the computer decides. Maybe it decides whether or not the person it's pointed at deserves to die. Ooh. You point the gun at someone, you pull the trigger. It does a calculation. I, I don't know what the calculation would be. Maybe it's, I'm going to say, God, God's inside it, and <laughs> God works out. Whether or not this person deserves to be shot or not. Now, I'm going to hold my hands up and say no one deserves to be shot. Don't shoot people. However, if you're going to use it, use the special God Judge gun. That's a stellar firma item. It's, I did feel myself <laughs> falling into tricks. Like, that's <laughs> no a one. thing that they made in stellar firma. No one, no one should be shot, but it's going to happen. So if it is going to happen, use this. <laughs> Precisely. Precisely. Um... I'm, I feel like I can almost see something on the screen, and the thing that it looks like I can see on the screen kind of looks like one of the Game Boy Advance Pokemon games. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like you're in battle, and those are the four And I'm options. wondering if this is just a very, very... The poker, the, the poker gun. But, like, not even if it's necessarily Pokemon. I wonder if this is just a very, very unnecessarily, like, complex way to play, like, a little, like... If, if there was ever, like, Duck Hunt on, like, the, the Game Boy Advance, like, the little ones. Um... Like, the old NES Duck Hunt. I'm wondering if yes. this is just a very, very complex way. Or like a really OP light gun. Yeah. Like, you know, they made the plastic light gun. It's like yes. that, but this actually shoots a bullet as well. <laughs> it's a light gun, but you can only use it once because it plows a couple of grams of lead into your television. <laughs> also works, it's advertised, and there's a little star in the corner of the box, and it just says in the star, also works on real ducks. <laughs> Oh Only one. No. God, I could. I will never be able to find this because it was a random thing I saw back when I was like on Tumblr, and it was like someone saying that like, oh, this is like my switch that turns off anything, and it was just a brick, and it was like you can turn off any <laughs> lamp, but only <laughs> once. <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean, they're right. Who needs they, a universal remote? Yeah, they're completely correct. <laughs> Oh, well, it's like, what's that? It's a Terry Pratchett thing uh, where they say, well, if you're trying to kill a vampire, chop its head off and put a stake through its heart. By the way, this does also work on non-vampires. I mean, yeah, they're so right. I haven't it read just anything works. by... Actually, no, I've, I've read Good Omens, so that's technically me reading something by Terry Pratchett, but I want to, like, get into Discworld. Oh, yeah. There's so much of it, and it's very good. Right? Like, that's the kind of thing I need. I need, like, just, like, something that can, like, take up a ton of... like time that i don't have so i don't know why i'm like this but like i just need a book series that's like that has a really expanded world that i can get into and they're eminently and they're eminently readable and they generally just get better and better the first ones are fine and then they just generally get better and better and better until the very so last ones uh where they're sort of just rapidly trying to get them done before he dies and you can kind of tell but you know you that's do fair hate enough. to see it you do hate to see it but he did an absolute shit ton of books so yeah I will say, very impressive in my humble opinion. I said this on literally last episode. Why does the Google Docs app hate you for using it? Um, because it knows everybody that's using the Google and Android ecosystem is essentially self-hating and should be punished. I say this as a Samsung user. <laughs> but nothing, nothing talks to each other and everything hates everything else. That's fair. Um... Would we like to either... Thinking about shuffling the order of things around here, do we want to discuss our thoughts on the notion of hologram concerts, or do we want to backtrack a little to the part where the three of us all watch what we do in the shadows so we can bully Zach about it even though he's not here? Now, you're suggesting that we all watch what we do in the shadows on the podcast because that would cause some audio bleed and definitely a copyright breach. That would be super fun. No. Discuss no, and uh, make fun of Zach for not having watched it yet. Have I met Zach? No, you haven't. Well, then this is going to be difficult. How am I going to pull out their personal vaults? Uh, I'm just going to have to go for general, non-specific bullying. I'm trying to think of anything I can give you right now. I need <laughs> I need some cracks. He wears glasses. I don't know. Oh, could, what an idiot. You could call wears, him four eyes, glasses. but I'm also wearing... Although, yeah. technically, these are bullshit. I don't actually need them. He needs his. So, okay. So, we're into classic... You know, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like 80s movie bullies. 
yeah, American classic bullying. Um, four eyes, point Dexter. Now, here's both a question to see if you know something, and then also a question to make sure I'm right about the thing I think I think I know. You know they call people point Dexter. Do you know why they call people point Dexter to say you're a nerd? Nope. Doctor Brooke is nodding. Always assumed it was from the movie Re Revenge of the Nerds, because there's a character named Point Dexter. Ah, okay. So here's where whether or not I'm right gets involved, because there is a famous person called Point Dexter, a real one, which I think is what Revenge of the Nerds is referencing. I can't remember his first name, but he was like in the Defense Department and was involved in the development of the mutually assured destruction doctrine. So as like a Defense Department strategist and therefore at the time thought of as incredibly smart so to be like a big nerd was to be like a point dexter and then it sort of gently moved away from him and just into a general term of smarty pants nerd now here's the point of the podcast where i now google the thing i've just said point dexter you see what i do yeah she's like the resident podcast googler okay point dexter. i don't have enough Can't monitors it. for that character in the animated TV series Felix the Cat, whose name has become a slang term, a bookish or socially unskilled person. So what was that cat named after? I get the feeling you're going to be right. Oh, yeah, but it's not It's not coming up as like a, oh, by the way, did you know? Origin of Point Dexter. Oh, hang on, we've got an article. Love a good article. I'm genuinely so invested. Okay, we've got Point Dexter, we've got Felix the Cat. Okay, okay, I'm going to try something else. I'm going to try Point Dexter and Mutually Assured Distraction. Oh no, have I got this wrong? <laughs> oh no, dear. Oh, who's, who's called Point Dexter? Hmm. Of everyone here, I'm the least likely to know, so. There's lots. No, okay. No, come back to me. I may be misremembering this. Facts that aren't facts with Tim. Oh, love it. <laughs> Doing great. I mean, I bought it. Yeah. Oh, you say things, things, uh, you say anything confidently enough in a British accent, and people do. <laughs> it's basically how the Empire worked. <laughs> Oh, I submitted an audition for an audio drama today, and I recorded a take in a British accent, because I thought that might... I don't know, I thought that just might make me sound more legit. John Marlon Pointdexter. Department of Defense official and a national security advisor during the Reagan administration. Okay, so you weren't wrong. So he, there's a, I, that is a real, that is a real person. Love it. seeing nothing to properly nothing to properly connect him hmm. no no and he was famous after the 50s which is when felix the cat was involved no no i think i've i think i've collated two bro this is like when i thought tony blair and michael jackson are the same person when i was a child i've just seen two things near each other and collated them into one thing Nicely done. There have been loads. There have been loads of famous Point Dexters. John Q. Point Dexter, American state senator from Mississippi. Pony Point Dexter, American jazz musician. 
Okay, that's that's a pretty badass name, honestly. That's pretty badass. Pony Point Dexter. I'm here for it. The uh, the U.S. ambassador to Peru was once Miles Point Dexter. God, there's uh, there's an embarrassment of Point Dexters. <laughs> oh, actually, here's another thing. Actually, this might be helpful. Zach is also a politics person. He's a big political nerd. So maybe mm. you understand, like you understand, as a person due to politics degree, what those weak, what some weaknesses there might be. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. A, a a deep sense that there is no particular right way to govern any more than three people at a time, and therefore sort of a sucking pit of anxiety about the fact that no way we can organize people will ever be right with that 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 would certainly be one thing i picked up from my politics degree i mean that i would say that's something i've picked up from living in the world that's true yeah i suppose you can just get that i genuinely after three years of 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 a of a of a politics degree the only thing i really picked up was the way to run things really effectively is to have a total dictatorship of somebody that's absolutely perfect in every way that never dies and also they might suddenly stop being perfect at some point at which point you need to kill them and i don't think that's a maintainable system i think that's uh, no it seems yeah. yeah you need you need someone perfect to run everything on your behalf because you can't be trusted and they also can't suddenly be corrupt by absolute power, which is which is which is unlikely. Yeah, I was gonna say doesn't doesn't seem like that's gonna happen, which is very unlikely. And then they'll, and then they'll become a god, and and after they die, people will be like, "Well, I'm in charge now, but in the name of the dead god," and they'll be bad, and that'll be bad. So yeah, there's maybe a we should all just there somewhere. Oh, there's, I think there's a 1,000 novels that have all been written. Again, I think there's a Terry Pratchett novel specifically about that. It's the Guards, Guards series. I think at one point he says, even if they're the good king, what about the person that does things on behalf of the king? You better hope they're good too. Because if they're not... The man made some solid points, I must say. He made some cracking points. Again, a lot of my, a lot of my personal philosophy is based on a humorist Terry Pratchett. I think there's worse ways to have your. Uh, yeah, I was gonna your, say much, well, much worse things. Could have been worse. Could have been Iron Rand. I could be that guy. Oh, That'd no. be bad. Loads of people, loads of teens read Iron Rand and are like, "Fucking yeah!" Because it sounds really good written down. Yeah, I want stuff and it's mine. Leave me alone. If you read that when you're 13, all yeah. of a sudden you're, I'm gonna say, Rick Perry. Who was the one who who was the one who did too many too much exercise and was also speaker of the house and had a sad face? Relatively recent, early early Trump administration. Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. Paul O'Ryan. Yeah, yeah, Ryan. Paul Ryan. Yeah, he was an Ayn Rand fan. Oh yeah, no, I think he like definitely brought a copy of the Fountainhead like, he was, to the he Senate was, floor at some point. He was Team Randy. <laughs> Unfortunately. Anyway, I'll stop talking about Ayn Rand. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read any of anything she's ever Don't written bother. at this point. Not planning on it. Don't bother. That's one. That's one female author that I have no compunction on the internet in saying fucking ignore her. Now that sounds bad in isolation, but trust me, fucking ignore Ayn Rand. Yeah, no, I, I will. Read Ursula Le Guin's dead. Yes. Her books up there. There you go. Nice. We burn them later. <laughs> I'm so good. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about Ursula Le Guin. Fucking Ursula Le Guin. <laughs> Burn it. 
I'm so good at having uh, points and then forgetting them. You've Sorry got them written I down. Went. Well, hologram concerts was the other thing you were going to. Yeah. How do we feel about those? <sighs> don't get them. No, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a curmudgeon. But it's. But it's. It seems pointless. Like let let people be dead. <laughs> Here's my thing, though. I know that in London right now they have the ABBA thing. Yeah. Which is like. And it's not like their estate or whatever being like, oh, let's try and like get as much money out of them as possible. That is like sanctioned by the four of them. And as a massive Abistan who was not alive at the height of their popularity, if that's the only way I'm gonna get to see ABBA, I will take what I can fucking get. I suppose so, because it's not like I object to watching old recordings of people. Like if you're like if you're watching an old concert, I'm not like let them be dead, let their spirit rest. <laughs> I suppose it was. I suppose it was because I always first heard about those concerts when it's like, look, I know Tupac was shot, but we kind of cobbled together and Frankenstein a hologram show. That feels creepy and weird, and like you shouldn't do it. Yeah, that's. A but bit being funny. like, but being like, you know, basically this is a very fancy 3D IMAX presentation of an ABBA concert. All right, you know. Enjoy yourself. And again, as a person whose favorite artist is David Bowie. Yeah. He ain't doing any fucking concerts. Yeah, Hologram. I really don't have much choice. No. <laughs> no. If I would like to experience his music in any way other than just through my headphones. I think maybe it should be a case of when they were alive, they have to have said yes. And yeah, if they that said, seems fair. Cool then okay. And David Bowie seems like the kind of person who would have been like, okay, that's absolutely fine. You can use my hologram body. I'm cool yeah. with it. Woo. He seems like he'd be down with anything. I was talking about the internet before it was cool. He really was king. Um... To a very disbelieving... Um, oh, God. What's his name? The interviewer, British guy, um, did University Challenge shouted I don't believe you at politicians for his entire career. <sighs> I wish I could help you here. It's not like I, I can even like spit out names. No, I'm going to have to look at that. I'm going to have to look at that. <laughs> I'm have to, I'm, I, I, I find myself, whenever I come on this show, I spend myself some of my time just Googling things I want to say. Um, hang on. Jeremy Paxman. I remember Jeremy Paxman. He did an interview with Jeremy, a very disbelieving Jeremy Paxman, who was like, but surely the internet was just a fad. And he's like, no, no. I know you the exact interview that you're talking about. You misunderstand, Jeremy. It's a revolution. And he's so <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy Paxman is very wrong. As Jeremy Paxman often is. He's uh, he's charismatic, but he's not, he's not often correct. Can you think of an American, like version american paxman yeah like i want to understand the vibe like i, I get um, what you're saying by describing this person but like maybe maybe like letterman but letterman makes jokes you know somebody who's sort of like you watch them and you're like you command a lot of gravitas and like respect but if i actually listen to what you're saying i'm not sure a lot of it actually matters like you're saying it in a very impressive way but there's a bit of a disconnect between, you know, the quality of you saying it and the quality of the content. Um, okay, yeah, no, yes, I get what you mean. I can't really Lesson's think of any names, but I definitely get it. Letterman's more comedian-y. I don't know, uh, Walter Cronkite, but he was a proper journalist. 
Well, not quite great. Who I know mostly um, from Jim Carrey's impression in, um, oh God, Bruce Almighty, where he puts a comb in front of his nose and says, Walter Concrete. Another thing I the... haven't seen. Ah, again, you're not, you know what, I say that, I enjoyed Bruce Almighty. But then again, I watched it when I was 12. So, of course I enjoyed it. I was a fucking idiot. I enjoyed lots of stuff. <laughs> I have a strong affiliation with the film Dogma, which I'm sure is probably not a good film. But again, I watched it a lot when I was a teen. Yeah, so it's there's a- something... We spent an entire episode talking about, like, shitty movies that we watched as kids that, like, we will never hear any criticisms of, even though they are objectively god-awful. Exactly. Um, the original animated version of the BFG. I didn't even know that existed. It's horrifying. Like, it's really... Because it's, like, slightly janky... I think it's a British production. It's slightly janky animation with David Jason off of Only Fools and Horses. Do Americans know David Jason? I don't think he's been in anything... I don't even... I don't think he's been in anything American. Very incredibly famous British actor, but in that way that, you know, somebody tells you, oh, they're an incredibly famous Dutch actor, and you're like, okay, sure. I've never heard of that. I'm not... I'm not a Nederlander. I'm simply not. Um, but yes, so he plays the BFG, um, and it's very very upsetting in that way that like late 80s children's content is oh god like yeah. it's just harrowing mm-hmm. um and contains a lot of fart jokes but i believe they are in the original text as well fair enough oh actually speaking of british productions last night i went to go see that and i don't know if this is like super indie considered super indie here or just a majorly indie release in general it's called brian and charles Oh, I'm looking forward to watching Brian and Charles at my local cinema. Because it's an it's absolute looked... delight. I cannot recommend it enough. I want to sit in the front seat. Let me sit in the front seat. <laughs> I will sit in the front seat. Yes, it looks great. Yeah, no, oh my god, I saw that last night. Like, when and knowing almost nothing about it, I saw like just like the quickest little like 30 second ad for it on Instagram, and I was like, oh, that looks kind of fun. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's go see this. Absolute delight. Had so much fun. Oh, I'm very glad because I went. I saw an advert for it because I went to see uh, Men, the Alex Garland. Oh, what did you think film. of that? Don't tell I'm... her anything about the third act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. The third act was certainly a lot. <laughs> it was definitely one of those ones where it's like, I like this and I like the way you've done it. I'm not entirely sure the. It's the film feels like it's making a slightly larger point than it actually is, but yeah. the point it's making is one I like. And yeah. I like the way it's doing it. But it's also a bit of a horror film, so it wasn't exactly going to sit down with you and go like, no, but let's look into the issue deeper. You know, it's a, it's a, oh, you know, yeah, no. a relatively short film. I love, I love the spooky stuff, you know? I love the spooky stuff. And I hate I hate um, horror films. I don't like them. They scare me. Um, I once headbutted a date in a film because I jumped um, at an opportunity moment whilst watching Sam Raimi's Drag Me to Hell. Um, so I do not have a strong and good relationship with horror films um that's fun it's a bad day um yeah uh so i don't really like them but i really love um rory kinnear love a bit of kinnear love a slice of the kinnear um so i went to see the film flag means death uh absolutely have i've watched i flag means death and i enjoyed rory kinnear in that as well playing what he always plays a upsetting posh man yeah (laughs) Yeah. Also in uh, uh, Black Mirror, upsetting posh man. I'd like to see him. 
it's, it's, it's the very first season of Black, Black Mirror, the one where they say, uh, do what we say or we'll kill the a princess or something like that or like a young member of the royal family and the and the thing that they demand that he does is that the prime minister has sex with a pig and then it just sort of follows yeah it's yeah very first episode and um uh, very shortly after that there was a scandal in which our prime minister at the time david That's, cameron that uh, was, was alleged what that look on my face was uh, yes i was making that connection I can't remember which way round the things are. I don't know if the Black Mirror episode came out first and then it just so happened that there was a pig sex scandal or <laughs> I, it must be the other way around. I can't, I can't begin to believe that Charlie Brooker <laughs> Although how funny would that be? It would be great. Hang on a minute. Let's, let's, let's look at the timeline. Let's really, <laughs> let's really, let's, let's delve into the timeline. How do I Google this without causing some sort of problem? Cameron pig sex. Hang on. Okay, Dave. David Cameron Pig scandal. There you go. Yeah, David Cameron Pig. So Piggate <laughs> has, has a Wikipedia entry under Piggate. I like that Watergate was so, like, it has a lot becomes to ingrained for. in cultural memory, not just in the United States, to the point where every scandal is a gate. Everything is a gate. Everything is a gate. Okay. 2015. Extracts were published in the Daily Mail, September 2015. That feels. Like it's after Black Mirror, but that's no, so Black Mirror. The first episode premiered December fourth of two thousand eleven. Oh wow! Okay, so <gasps> oh, hang on. So it it, it preceded it by four years. Yeah. Incredible stuff. Incredible scenes. Well, imagine imagine calling that one four years oh, in man. advance. Of all the shots to call, Prime Minister Pig Sex Scandal is not the one. Yeah, that's a shot it's you not the take one unless that you're one hundred percent sure. You've really, you've really got to be sad. <laughs> oh dear. I wish, I wish Rory Kinnear would A, get more work, and B, get some jobs in which he's not An turning out... posh man? Well, or turns out to be a sweaty pervert. Like, there's a yeah. lot of, there's a real line in sweaty Kinnear. Now, having said that, getting regular work as a character actor with that, better than not getting work at all. However... It'd no, be nice I, to see I, I him get a bit of a mix. But he has got real public schoolboy face. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. But um, Brian and Charles was absolutely excellent. Also, um, my boyfriend, as we were walking out of the theatre, he was like, that was the most British production I have ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. very British. It's very rural. Yeah. And just the whole, like, super, super dry humour. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I had a great time watching that movie, so I, I think you will as well. No, I'm gonna go see it. I think next week. Hell yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing so many goddamn movies lately. It's been very fun. Highlights other than Brian and Charles. Other than Brian and Charles, um, I saw the new Cronenberg movie last week. I honestly was expecting slash hoping to be more viscerally disgusted than I was. But also, like, I've... can I expect everything to be the fly? No. I don't think I've ever seen a single Cronenberg film. Start with the fly. Start with the fly. Start with... Because that's a Goldblum. Yes. Multi Goldblum. I think six yep. films. Let's have a look. Oh, I've been spelling it wrong for a start. It's oh, with a C. Here. What have I seen recently? Like... Let me pull up the oh. letterboxed account. Now. Just while you're doing that, I've just got a picture of David Cronenberg, and he looks like the films he directs. 
feel free to add like that you... to the to the channel chat. Yeah, like if you looked at if you were like, oh, okay, so weird body horror and upsetting scenes. What would this guy look like? An evil walnut, correct, David Cronenberg. <laughs> oh, I saw. Um, this was recent, and this dropped. I don't know, and maybe you haven't seen this because you're not a horror person. I saw that Mad God. Oh, um, uh, the stop the animation, the realm of the mad god. Uh huh. Yes, I do want to watch that. And again, not because I like horror, but because I like creepy stop motion animation. <laughs> it, it has that in spades, my friend. Yeah, I didn't know. So, is that have they released the whole thing? Because I know they were releasing it in little chunks, and then there was some publicity for it because it was nearly done. As far as I know, this is the whole thing. It's the whole thing. What's the man's name? Phil Tippett. Um, Tippett. Little Pippi Tippet. He, yeah. he he definitely won an award. I don't know if it was an Oscar, but he definitely won an award for the effects of Jurassic to. Park. Yes, yeah, Jurassic Park. And then there was another one where he did all of the... Yes, because of Jurassic Park, he was brought in to do stop motion. And then very early on, they were like, we're not using stop motion, but we are using designs. And then somebody else did the puppetry, but he was still sort of involved. I believe that. Um, recently watched The Exorcist for the first time in my life. That was fun. Um, 80s movie, Return to Oz. Return to Oz. Is that the upsetting sequel? Correct. I've not seen it, but I've heard tell. I can definitely see how that traumatized a lot of kids in the 80s, but also, like, the practical effects, quite solid. Very Isn't that because watch. in all of those films, that's just things actually happening? Like, they're not effects, we just poisoned a man. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Maybe not quite. Oh, Cronenberg oh, did a history all at once. Oh, sausage hands! Yeah, that was oh, that was that was a very fun movie. I had a great time. Brooke, have you seen Everything Everywhere All at Once? I thoroughly suggest that you stream it, and I suggest that you stream it in your COVID adult state. <laughs> yeah, honestly, a hell of a, a hell of a, <laughs> it's, it's it's a lot of film. It's a yeah. lot of film, and it all happens. Everywhere and all at once. It's, it's very so good. That's Actually, my favorite film I've seen all year. Funny story relating to one of the actresses in that film. Uh, Stephanie Hsu, who's the daughter slash Jobu was on uh, Broadway in the SpongeBob SquarePants musical, which I went to go see. And I was sitting How? on one of the aisle seats. And there was a point where there were people dancing in the aisles. And she was like standing right next to me. So I like put my hand down and she fist bumped me. I go. A little brush now, with fame. How, how was the SpongeBob SquarePants Broadway musical? I um, love that musical so much. I saw it twice on Broadway proper. D- is the critical consensus with you, or are you on a SpongeBob SquarePants island? No, actually, it it did quite well. People were very impressed with the kind of like costume design and translation of two D images to a three D space. They kind of killed it, oh, in very... my personal opinion. Yeah, because it's hard because he's definitely a big square with a face. Yeah, no, so they did a, fa- they did a fantastic make... job. Was was it a big puppet face or was it somebody with like uh, their face pushing through a costume? No, neither. Neither. Well, then how did they? How how did Bob appear? Uh, I mean, it was like more costume design than anything else. He had like a you know, red tie, yellow gingham shirt. Oh, so they didn't try and make him a big square sponge? No. Oh, okay. So, so it was a bit like the cats in Cats. You've got ears on, but, you know, we're not, yeah, we've not gone not too far with the costume. the horrible movie version. <laughs> yes. We oh, did actually, an episode other fun of... thing. I actually, like, as a Broadway person, like, as a musical person, I had, like, not actually seen a production of Cats for an embarrassingly long time. Finally did that, and... I mean, you have a lot of questions the whole time. Very light on the plot, but I was never... Not once was I bored. It's not good, though, is it? It's not a good show. It's not a a good show, though, is it? Debatable. the The thing is, it's not... The thing about it... Now, look. The thing about... Now, stay with me. Now, the thing about... Now, with cats, the one thing I've got... Now, look. We're all friends here, but the thing with it is that it's not good though is it it's bad and boring and stupid and t.s Eliot is shameful of it it's ashamed of what happened to cats here's the thing my counterpoint to the fact that the plot is essentially that they are cats and they introduce themselves to the head cat until one of them gets permission to die yep as cats are wont to do as is their <laughs> right i mean is, look, I will, classic I will... cats I will give it to you. That is the entire plot. And practical cats at that. Yeah. 
Um, it's very, very entertaining. I don't care if it's good or not. It is well, flashy and, isn't... and exciting, yes. and people are singing and dancing, and as a person who very much appreciates that I could never do that, I'm having a great time. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. St- I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that you didn't enjoy it because that's not how enjoyment works. However, I've seen cats, and My there's somebody knows it. that I record the podcast at this same time every single week. I don't care. She's trying to. She's trying to ring you to say, "Pull up, pull up." Cats is no, shit. No, she's not. <laughs> My sister is not calling me to have me pull up. She's calling me to know if I'm gonna order her dinner or something. <laughs> Just, just text her back. I'm sorry. I'm with the Rum Tum Tugger, <clears throat> who is a character in Cats, and yes, that's not a good character. That's oh, a the good song joke. Bangs, though. Hey. The song bangs though. I don't. And you know what? I can't remember the t- the song off the top of my head. Could I have a rendition of the Rum Tum Tugger song from Cats? And no, because my... it's out of my range. Ah. <laughs> Can I can I can I can I do my what I given that I don't know it, can I do my version of it? Oh absolutely, please. I'm the rum dum tugger and I'm tugging, tugging along. <laughs> I'm a cat and I'm gonna show you my bum. Look at my anus, I'm a cat. Is that is that sort of roughly Sure, good enough. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, I I completely understand anyone's complaints with it because it's utterly ridiculous and the plot is non-existent and it's literally all style over substance, but God, was I entertained for two and a half hours. It is is possible that I've taken against it because at my grandparents' house in the 90s, I had two videos. One of them was a video of the production of Cats, the classic VHS of Cats. There's definitely one of those floating around my house somewhere. Black case, just two yep. eyes on it. Cats. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one was Thundercats. You may have spotted a theme for me. I can see that. Sorry, um, is that a VH? What is behind? What is the large clunky piece of equipment behind you? Do I see VHSs or are those are those books? And I'm just stupid. Those are books, and then above it, a printer. Oh, I'm a dumbass. But a very special printer that I'm tediously fond of because it's an eco-tank printer, which means I buy bottles of ink and decant them into a special box rather than buying cartridges because I'm a friend of the environment, you see. That actually, wait, no, I want that in my life. I want to be a wizard when I have to print things. It feels like, because again, you very rarely have to refill it. It's very, very cost effective. But when you do refill it, you do feel like an alchemist pouring a special unguent. It's very, it's very enjoyable. I'm so here for this. If a bit tense, because you are emptying a bottle of ink. Now, it's got a little special valve, but you don't trust the valve. You're like, ah, what if you pour ink all over my carpet? I did it in the kitchen. It didn't pour ink anywhere. It was fine, but, you know. There first you go, time something. was dead. That is something. Um... I feel like I had another point to make about what we do in the shadows, not to be constantly bringing it back to that. But also the fact that I am constantly bringing it back to that is what it is like to be friends with me, especially for the past, like, two months. I have been the worst version of myself for other people, not for me. I'm the best version of myself for me. 
you're living your best life. Have have you life. recently got into all of it? Or yeah, I started watching it like a couple remember. months ago, and I have watched it like you're three a, times since because you're that's late the convert. way my brain works. Yeah. Although I mean, I have been into the movie for quite some time. Sure. But yeah, no. Again, I for anyone who is around me, I am the worst version of myself. I have gotten so much more annoying. Bat. Yeah, as as Brooks can attest to, as Zach can attest to, especially Zach because he hasn't started watching yet, and I'm extra annoying about it because I want him to understand. The thing with Laszlo, he's a silly bastard. You know, just classic lines. I love that. I love all of them so much. But can you do Matt Berry as Laszlo as Jackie Daytona? Oh, God. I'm trying to remember how Jackie Daytona sounds. Does it just sound exactly like, hey there, the I'm Jackie Daytona? Tucson, I've moved here to Tucson, Arizona. I'm just a regular guy like you. A regular two-bit Joe, Jackie Daytona. There you go. That's pretty good. He's just a bit more feisty. Oh, no, I've killed him. <laughs> the way I Cheat. screeched when they did the reveal of Mark Hamill in that episode. Is Mark Hamill in that episode? I didn't spot. Wait, Jim what, the what Vampire. Did... Jim the Vampire. It's printed on your I card. Can't remember. Because I do know what he looks like. Jim the Vampire. What we do in the shadows. That was Mark Hamill. I didn't notice. There you go. I didn't yeah, no, notice. The way I screeched. Yeah. And he wasn't exactly lightly featured. No. no. I just didn't. I just I just like, oh, this person's good. Didn't pick <laughs> up on it. Didn't pick and I up brought on this up it. on it's the weird. podcast before. I think it is so funny that... Brooks, I am the kind of person that you study. Like, the person who, like, interacts with media far beyond what is originally intended. Published work on fan theories and that. And that's, like, 99% of what I spend my time doing. Here's the thing. So, Nandor. Yes. Played by... Kayvon Novak. Kayvon Novak. Have you followed Kayvon Novak back into his early career? Because in the 2000s, he came to prominence in the UK with a show called, I believe, Phone Jacker? Yeah, 2006 to 2008. In which he was a character who wore a woolly woolen bobble hat balaclava and did prank phone calls and that was the entire show and it was like the biggest thing in England for about six months and it still gets referenced by quite a lot of people interesting um, and within it now obviously he has quite a diverse background however he does a lot of what I'm going to broadly term ethnic characters which I don't know if they will bear to scrutiny today. Because I'm pretty sure some of those characters are not the ethnicity that Kyvan Novak is. <laughs> they think it gets a little uncomfortable. You do hate to see it. You do hate to see it. But then again, you don't have to... I like the Mighty Boosh. And then somebody's like, hey, remember when 
remember when they blacked up for one of their shows? And you're like, you're right, that was on television not that long ago. <laughs> I, you know what, at the time I just thought, oh look, he's dressed up as a sort of a Jimi Hendrix type. I'm eight, so this is fine. And then you look at it now and go, that's not... That's not the colour you are. What's going on here? What's that? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Quick quick word over in the corner. I know this is 15 years ago, but that's only 15 years ago. And yeah. this... Very strange. But yes, I, I can... Other than that, if you like Kyvan Novak, I, I suggest that you go and, and, and seek out... There'll be loads of it on, on YouTube. Um, yeah, if you like his shtick, he does a character called Terry Tibbs very enjoyable honestly the person i've gotten most obsessed with both character wise and like as a comedian from that show has been Nadja slash natasha demetrio she's very good she's killing it absolutely love her also just oh, i don't very i haven't really i haven't really seen anything else she's in what's she in She's actually than this, done a lot. She did, like she was on the stand-up circuit for a while. Oh, it's got just... good right up that, that that Ellie and Natasha thing. Yeah, like that literally just premiered like yesterday. I will be giving that a watch. Oh hell yeah! Again, just gotta so gotta get my nasty American hands all over it. She was in Eurovision Song Contest: The Story of Fire Saga. I've heard that's kind of funny. I haven't watched it. I think it's alright. I think it's alright. I think it's one of those ones where it sounds like it's going to be horseshit, and what it is, is perfectly fine. But given that it had no need to be anything other than horseshit, you're like, alright, well done. I don't understand how Netflix can constantly be just knocking it out of the park with their, like, original series, but they cannot seem to make an original movie to save their lives. No. I must say, because some of the stuff that's like Netflix is not something they actually made. They've just bought it. And then some stuff is stuff that they've produced. I don't actually understand how it all... I don't actually understand how filmmaking works. Well, I've realised midway through this sentence, I don't know who actually makes what. Because, like, Netflix isn't there with cameras. Like, that's not how it works. They'll just buy something off of somebody that's made something. So what makes it a Netflix original beyond the fact that they paid for it? Is that all that, is that, all that means? I don't think so. Because I mean, then you just pay somebody who makes their films. on some things. Because I know that during, like... It might have been like the first like quarantine Oscars or whatever. They like that's how Roma got released. Was on oh, Netflix, so they like put their label on it. But like Stranger Things, for example, that's definitely like a Netflix is there with cameras type production. Let's have a look. Netflix original films. Beasts of No Nation is supposed to be. I mean, I wouldn't say it's fun. No, I have well heard recorded. that is, like, a good film. Oh my god, they have made a lot. Oh, is it adapted from a book? I thought it was, like, a documentary. No. Well, I mean, it's, um, it's based on a true story. It's, like, a memoir. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, they, they made something called, First, They Killed My Father. Don't know about that. I love how my sister comes to the house, lets the dog out, and then leaves so that she's just outside barking. <laughs> I need to go handle this two seconds. Just friends. an agent of chaos. That's yeah. alright, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna continue to look up just to see if I can movies. find I love it. Absolutely banging Yes, I'm coming puppy. The legacy of a white tailed deer hunter. 
I don't know. Wordy. It's very, it's too wordy. Yeah. <laughs> There's one called the most assassinated woman in the world. Now, I would put it to you that you can only be assassinated once. <laughs> Unless you're Rasputin. Unless you're Rasputin. Ra ra, Rasputin, Russia's greatest love machine. Isn't it a, re- a shame how he carried on? The leading lady's known for being murdered every show on stage. Oh, okay, fine. It's a Sean Bean situation. Ah. Situation handled. Yeah, I gotta say, Agent of Chaos is a pretty solid description of my sister. <laughs> oh, you know what? The Ballad of Buster's Drugs. That was good. I didn't see that. I heard it was good, though. Very good. I suggest, I suggest watching it. Yeah, I've become even more of an insufferable film person when, now that I like have like an official letterboxed account. So now you've got an official shop front in which to display your opinions. Yeah, is that essentially. What, is that what letterboxed is? Basically, what I reckon about a movie. Yeah, essentially, like it's so, it's a social media thing that is literally just movies. What you have watched, what you think about them, and what you want to watch. Oh god, I found something that I think is going to be very bad. It's called The Last Laugh, and it is a buddy duo road trip film starring Richard Dreyfus and Chevy Chase as two stand-up comedians. No, a former stand-up comedian who retired from the spotlight 50 years ago reunites with his former manager after being convinced to do one last comedy tour. Okay. I can... I can feel from here what a pile of horse shit that will be. Because it's Chevy Chase playing yeah. Chevy Chase as Chevy Chase, and that's not a good thing to yeah, be. Yeah, no. Chevy Chase, the idiot's Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would say that's a pretty accurate, accurate statement. Ah, oh, here we are, here we are. The King. With little, with little Timmy Chalamet. Oh man, being all dramatic. Like me and Timothy Chalamet. And critical response: seventy-one percent. Okay, that's so, not that respectable. Bad. A respectable score, and like a big historical prestige drama with an up-and-coming Chalamet. Chalamander. Robert Pattinson, when it became cool to cast him again. He fascinates me. His career fascinates me in the way that his career was both, like, jump-started and nerfed by Twilight. Well, he's he's an interest. It's very much like, um... Oh, what's his tits from Swiss Army Man? Um, Daniel Radcliffe. He was in Harry Potter. Daniel Radcliffe. Similar. Sort of, like, massive films, but films in which people do not look at you and go, Oh, look, what a great actor. Because he's ten and not yeah. very good at it yet. But yeah, since no. then has very much been like, well, I've made all of the money now. So I'm just so going to do what I want. I get to just do whatever I want. Because I imagine Robert Pattinson, especially by what, like the fourth Twilight film, by the time they're splitting it into two parts, is making a oh, billion God, yeah. dollars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I think it's very funny that like Daniel Radcliffe, uh, Robert Pattinson and Elijah Wood, to a degree, were the faces of like these insanely popular franchises. And then as soon as they got that paycheck, they were like, all right, I am doing what I want now for the rest of my career. Thank you very much. I think Elijah Wood is the most what's he doing now one. Because he occasionally pops up in something. Mm-hmm. What did I watch him in recently? He was in something recently. With his little sad, worried face. 
He is very he good at looking sad and worried. He's a very strange looking man. Like when you see just a picture of him out and about, you're like, that's not a person. <laughs> that's a set of concerned teeth on top of improbable eyes. Let's have a look. He was in something called Come to Daddy. No. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff that's just like... You've never heard of it. You've never heard of it. And some of it looks like it's bollocks as well. That's true. Yeah, whereas, whereas like the rest of them have largely been... No, Daniel Radcliffe's been in some bollocks as well. Swiss Army Guns Man. Guns Akimbo. Uh, Swiss Army Man is a modern classic. Thank oh, you no, much. it's absolutely... Like, I agree. <laughs> I, like... It's absolutely it wonderful. But it is also a caught a farting cocktail. The concept is just so <laughs> very, out oh, there. It was in, he was in Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. That's what I'm thinking of him in. That was fun. I was going to say, too. <laughs> but I was like, that wasn't that recent. Yeah, it wasn't that recent. It was, Christ, 2017 was five years ago. Time. Okay, Time. Two of the last years didn't count. No, that's fair. That's fair. Woods was an active supporter of Bernie Sanders during the 2016 presidential election. Hell yeah. He felt the burn. We all felt the burn. But also, like, let that man... But ended like, up... Let that man rest. We, <laughs> we felt the burn, but it looks like we've ended up in a bind. That's right. That's some solid wordplay right there. I love that for you. And, and you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome for that. <laughs> Very undirected, I'm going to say, not even satire. It's just referencing the sound of a name of someone famous. Um, so you exist well, I think as a person successfully... on the internet, Tim. Oh, me? Yes. Yeah. Have you seen any of the, like, AI image generator memes that have been really having a moment on Twitter? I've seen the ones that are, yes, you just, you type in, like, concerned horse and it draws pictures yeah. of what it reckons the concerned horse is i've um, not had a I, go but i've seen them that's one of the, that is our last like thing that we have scheduled here i want to play around with that and i have some examples of like the kind of prompts that i would like to give this thing that i'm going to put in the chat here because i think this could be fun that's essentially this entire podcast. I think this could be fun. I reckon this would be a larf. Essentially. So here are some examples of the kinds of things I'm hoping to see. Per the personal oh, favorite is the first one. Jesus turning water into wine on America's Got Talent. <laughs> so is it so is it just searching images it knows to be related to the phrases and trying to combine them? I think. These Hulk teapots are quite something. <laughs> Extremely muscular teapot. Postman Pat winning Wimbledon. A pizza being interviewed on TV news. I have to have a go at this. What is what is what is this? I don't know. I don't even um, know what I would type into here, the internet to get to it. It's called. Here's the. Send me an Earl. Just Google Dull. that. Dull E really. Yeah. I have a couple ideas and I'm trying There's to think about one. the best way to do this. Oh, here we go. Thank you, Brooks. 
It does give it, it does take a couple seconds for it to do its thing. Mm -hmm. But I have a couple things that I would like to put into the generator that I have written down. Um, ignore the stationery. My mom bought this for me years ago when the oh. fact that I like British TV was my replacement for a personality in middle school. So she thought you like British television and also were quite basic. Boom! Yeah, take that. I mean, keep I was extremely, thing extremely here. Basic. Products. <laughs> Taking you um, down a peg or two. Here, Do you know where that came from? It's like the the World War, World War One. It's un, it's, yeah, it's like an thingy, unused right? mock-up they found. Like they yeah. were literally looking through markup, and it wasn't even ever used. It was just a thing that somebody wrote down as an idea, never used officially, and then they found it and were like, "Well, this isn't licensed, so I'm going to make a billion pounds from it." I've typed in overexcited lemons, and it's working on it. Please send whatever image this comes up with. How long does it normally take? Uh, like a minute. Okay, we're counting 55 seconds. Yeah. I have I have some idea. Maybe I should... What if I screen share this while we... I tried out a bunch earlier. I don't think any of them took longer than two minutes, but... Cool. Seems to be I'm, willing, I'm willing to wait for my excitable lemons. I also need to uh, understand its limitations in terms of wording, because like it's yeah. overexcited. Although the other day I did type in uh, Paul Atreides from Dune at Gay Pride and got some got some solid results. Some solid results. Well, that was because that was pre-made. They had those on. They had those in the can already. <laughs> you think? A classic collection of Pride Atreides. Absolutely. All right, that's fair. All right, let me screen share for y'all because I. Oh, here we are. Oh, you know what? One of them, one of them works. I'm going to start with funeral at an airport. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I want to... Because one of my favorite ones that I've seen was, I believe... Turn that off to save bandwidth. I don't know. I actually did. A... Oh, what'd you get? You uh, if you hit um take screenshot, it'll like save the video, save the image to your computer, and you can like put it in the chat if you want. And obviously, I will be like providing links to all of these for the people. I did a similar prompt earlier that was just angry turnip. <laughs> oh, it's still thinking. Okay. Oh, perfect. And I love that they're very, like, rights-free clip art turnips as yeah. well. <laughs> oh, I like these. These are fun. Wait, what happens if I... I still, like, hardly know how to use Discord, which is really embarrassing at this point, but... Alright, I'm gonna go for fire at a children's party. <laughs> A good one I saw was a knife fight at a retirement home. What if I put this over here? Will that make life easier for me? Will it do what I want then? There we go. That's what I'm talking about. I know how to do things. Why is it still thinking? This one's taking forever. making me sad. 
So what are we? What are we now currently working on? What have we are? What are we attempting to generate? I'm I'm 42 seconds into fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But the thing is, it just it just looks like sad news. <laughs> <laughs> it does actually. You're so right. It's, it's like unfortunate news. Yeah. Ooh, whoopsies. That's kind of <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, didn't mean to. Didn't mean to poke. Didn't mean to pop the fun balloon on that one. No, you're fine. It looks. It looks. It looks too real. <laughs> it just seems like something that might happen. Yeah, actually, you're so right. I mean, um, and you know what? I've suddenly, I've suddenly thought children fire at a children's party <laughs> oh, might no. might turn the same way on me. Could be. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Actually, what I want seconds. to put in though is Cardinal Fang. Oh, okay. Because I'm, I mean, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's going to be. I might just get a bird with teeth. <laughs> yeah, or indeed the actual because Cardinal Fang is a character, is a name of a, of a character from Monty Python. How did I not know that? I didn't know either. When we recorded the episode, I did not know that he's one of the. Uh, no one expect he's he's um from no the one... No One Expects the Spanish Inquisition sketch. He is um, Terry Gilliam. Is Cardinal gotcha. Fang. Okay, we've we've got fire at a children's party. <laughs> you know what? It it sits somewhere between terrible news and a screenshot from a horror film. Um, so let's, let's so let's that share in the old, that. Let's share that with the group. Oh, on keyboard. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, that like it, look it's, very... it's a little Blair Witch. Yeah. Like, it's a little bit more signs, you know, sort of like found footage, like, Billy, no! Or like, a uh, little, little midsummer. Your little midsummer. It's very midsummery. Just not during the day. Like, I feel like if it were to be, like, midsummer, it, like, it couldn't be at night. I'm still waiting on the final thing, but the one we have after this, I'm very excited to see. What what's the Hulk doing origami? Oh no, you just got an origami Hulk. Origami. It's Hulkagami. <laughs> He's kinda cute. I like the first one. It's kind of adorable. He's pretty close as well. Um I, I'm going more abstract. I don't know if that means I'll just get random pictures. I've gone with unfortunate horse. <laughs> I saw one that was like a horse doing a burnout. Like on a car. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe it will it will um perform better. With specific oh, instructions. Oh, there's a bird. Me a bird. That's just a bird. All right, let's try Jesus Christ in drag. I mean, those robes. It's not a long step. It really isn't. One of my favorite ones that I I've seen so many of these because I found an account on Twitter that's just like weird dolly generations, and one of them was like Fisher Price, like my first bong. Um, like, uh, CCTV footage of Jesus stealing a bike. <laughs> these unfortunate horse images are, you know what? I think they've actually nailed it because, like, there's nothing like wrong with the horses, <laughs> just sad. but they do feel unfortunate. <laughs> like, especially like there's like the one in the bottom right that's just sort of looking down, like, oh man. Yeah, no. Jeez. Oh, I get what you mean. It does evoke such a specific emotion while very clearly just being a horse. Right, I'm going really oblique. Hit me with it. 
A house with not enough rooms. What does it think that is? What does it think not enough rooms for a house is? Actually, yeah. What does it think... What would it regard as not enough rooms for a house? Because I've lived in a bedsit where yeah. it's a kitchen and a bedroom and then not even a bathroom because that's down the hallway. Is that not enough rooms for a house? We'll I suppose out. it's a flat or an apartment as you people would know it. Yeah, sorry. You people <laughs> with your different words. I still laugh I about that episode it. that we did with Emily and Ben that was just... The four of us screaming <laughs> over what things were called for like two hours. What things are different in different countries? Yeah. We don't think anyone else has noticed this. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? This one is it's really, the gift that keeps on really giving. Thinking. Yeah, I'm on 60 seconds of a horse. A horse? A house. What's a horse without enough rooms? I don't know. I'm on 93 seconds for Jesus Christ in drag. Big questions. Big questions. Big questions indeed. Zach had a Big Zach came up with a couple good ones that I think we should do that I think we're gonna have to do Go on. on the podcast next week when he's actually there. Because one of the things he sent to the chat was Jesus Christ Super Czar? Like Jesus Christ Emperor. Bizarre. And, uh, Better than Nicholas the second by far. Oh, That's top right, top right. No, thank you. What's going on there? Why is it Five Nights at Freddy's? No, you're five so right. Why is it Five Nights at Freddy's? <laughs> it's it's you're you're running a children's uh, you're running a children's haunted pizza parlor, what but Jesus it? Christ okay. in drag Jesus is trying Christ to kill you. As a drag queen, let's try that. Oh, okay. So it's just I've just got pictures of living rooms. Interesting. I am no, genuinely so fascinated by how it like decides what pictures, it's going to do. You know what? Pictures of living rooms that have beds in them, which is in a way not quite a good rooms. representation of not enough rooms. Hmm. Hang on, let me I'll I'll share with that. I'll share with the group just so you can also see. I love it. Get sort okay. of like blurry kind of Picasso not Picasso, um Van Gogh esque yeah, I was gonna say the Images. lower uh, left one. Really, looks it like feels it page. very much feels like a weird Van Gogh thing. Sorry, Van Gogh. I was um, chastised by someone Dutch. Oh, we just Van... say Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Yeah. Have you seen? Now, I just want to check. Have you seen the newest Van Gogh? That's what you sound like to me, you Americans. Is that That's really what you what all I sound like. Oh my god. Hi there, I'm an American. How do you listen, listen to us? <laughs> that's not how any of you sound. That's I how know, somebody... I know a lot of our TV and movies... Like, there's a quite a bit of, you know, exchange between the TV and movies for, like, the British and Americans specifically. Like, how do you listen to us? Well, you know what? After a while, you stop noticing it, and actually it's quite jarring when a British person turns up. Like, you're watching a program where everyone talks normal, and then somebody rocks up and goes, Hello there! <laughs> I'm in the show now! Here! What you gun done? Okay, this is what I was That's talking better. about. That's better. I think top oh. left is probably my favourite. Yeah, top left or top right. I would agree. Now I'm just trying to come up with something on the fly, because that's the last thing that I had written down. 
I'm going. I'm. I'm currently going uh, a Viking taking off like a rocket. <laughs> I'm gonna put Abba on trial for war crimes. <laughs> <laughs> Nuremberg Abba. Yeah. Somebody did like a Triceratops running at the 1964 Olympics. That was very interesting. <laughs> I did see that. Jackie Chan on a skateboard. You know what? Again, top left. That's pretty solid. For an pretty AI good. generated image, that is not bad. Although I do like how long some of these skateboards has become. Yeah. The one in the center, he has two separate ones, like one under each He does! <laughs> he does have two! I mean, and he would do that, because he's a stunt he man. He would do that. He could do it. I also find it strange that, like, so, you know, speaking of everything everywhere all at once, I didn't realise until relatively late on that Michelle Yeoh is the same Michelle Yeoh from, like, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I haven't actually and, like, seen that movie. Um, but I just, I assumed it was the same person. Yeah, so, like, she's a proper Hong Kong, early days, old school Hong Kong action film star with Jackie, who, like, did loads of Jackie Chan films. And there's footage of her um, uh, very nearly dying during stunts because that's how, like, I think she rolls off a truck onto the front of a car. She smashes through the windscreen but like not fully, gets knocked off. Jackie Chan catches her as she falls out of the car and then doesn't fully get hold of her and then just sort of has to deposit her on the ground. Bro. And it's real bad. Oh, these are quite good. Okay, some of these are quite good. Some of them are just rockets <laughs> with hats. Um, but some I'm of so them... I'm so excited. <laughs> there's, there's one of them where there's a rocket sort of like morphing out of the hat. Some of them, the, some of them, the Vikings are just looking on as oh rockets launch. One of them is a rocket launching out of the top of a Viking stronghold. The middle one is a ship, like a Viking ship, sort of exploding whilst yeah. a rocket comes out. I'm quite enjoying it. This thing is so fun. Like I've been, the things I've been, like I've seen, like someone did, like Twelfth Doctor at Gay Pride. Uh, Nandor the Relentless with a flamethrower, which is the last thing he should have. This ABBA on trial for war crimes is taking probably the longest thus far. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try, and I might not share this depending on how it turns out. Well, hang on, let's have a look here. Confused, confused, confused turtle. turtle. Yeah, no. And there's a couple of ways in which sometimes the turtle is confused, sometimes you're confused by the turtle. Precisely. They have so um, many heads. Why is there a yeah. frog in some of them? Why? Why indeed? These are the questions that vex us. What's the you're trying that might backfire on you? Um, I've, I'm, I'm seeing if it can generate the impossible. Okay. Can it generate a sexy prime minister? Interesting. Because... Not since the uh, the prime twink himself, Pitt the Younger, have we had uh, a sexy prime. We just got Abba. Cucumber Pirate is strong. I'm liking Cucumber Pirate. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm detecting a couple of courgette pirates sneaking in there, but it all still counts. I'll say that counts. Um... Uh, did you get... Oh, hang on. They look like they're just at a concert. Yeah, that's not a, ABBA. That's not a tribunal. It's just ABBA. <laughs> Unless by war crimes, they mean their face has gone strange. <laughs> yeah, or like their clothes are war crimes, which I disagree with. Their outfit's bad. No. 
What else? I'm like looking around my own room for inspiration of just like weird items that I could have doing things or whatever. So this is there's time. never been a more visual medium for a podcast. Oh no. Oh, this is bad. Now, it's worked out that a Prime Minister is, generally speaking, a middle-aged white man with a sensible haircut. Mm -hmm. But what it's generated is sort of like cursed, cursed horror people. Interesting. Sort of with, 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 it's the kind of thing where you'd find a photo of them in a horror film. And that's mm -hmm. what you'd find just before you were murdered. Yeah. It feels there's a bit of the John Wayne Gacy going on. Yeah. You're actually so right. Like these people have made their faces from other people's skin. Yeah. I, I want to come up with one more good one. Like one more like super weird entertaining one. Okay, I'm going with Abba one is like there's just they're pretty much just regular pictures of ABBA, so yeah, why do they look so- ABBA. Like, why couldn't they just- Like, but why couldn't they make them look more normal and just pull regular pictures? So that's what they did. Who do we write to to ask? I have Dear AI no Generator, why, oh why, could you not simply have found a picture of ABBA in a dock? <laughs> yeah, I actually have I've... no idea. I know nothing about how AI works whatsoever, and frankly, I'd like to keep it that way because it entertains me more. It seems better. I've gone with dogs boxing cats. <laughs> Cause surely. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. When, okay, here's what I was... Actually, I just thought back to the funeral at an airport thing. I was hoping to see, like... Not like, you know, an actual, like, Oh, a casket is being carried to a plane because this historical figure has died. I was hoping to see, like like a casket on a baggage cart yes like at the luggage claim well in which case i think coffin at luggage reclaim is your friend <laughs> Ooh. do that coffin at was it baggage reclaim at whatever baggage whatever claim. it'll be the american term that it, that it pulls on most likely right we're at 80 seconds for dog boxing dogs boxing cats now I hope it isn't dogs putting cats in boxes because that wouldn't be my That'd intent. It would be kind of funny. It would be kind of funny, but it wouldn't be what I asked for. I suppose it would be. It'd be a very monkey's paw version of what I asked for. Like, ah ha ha! You should have checked your wording. Yeah. Now you only have two wishes left. Oh yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We got what we wanted. Yeah, this, is just, this is just solid, solid work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. What, and one, the dog is just punching itself in the face, which would be a very dog thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's what I wanted. There you go. Oh, that's great. I love that. Also, other two, two that inspired this were um, Mick Funeral, like a funeral at a McDonald's and a funeral at Walmart. Were other image generation prompts that I saw, and I was like, I want to create something similar to that. <laughs> so that's definitely getting saved. I could do this literally all night. 
But it is ten past midnight yeah, where I am. I am. I am aware that it is much later where you are. So and on a and on a school night as well. Oh, uh oh. I've got algebra in the morning. Ew, gross. And by algebra, I mean my real job. Love that for you. Well, yeah, no, we could definitely wrap this up. But it's technically, actually, it's weird. It's not a, it's not a quote unquote school night for me because I have uh, Wednesday through Friday off. Oh, get you, you flash bastard. I mean, I work on, the, I mean, the working Saturdays and Sundays part isn't all that fun. That's not, no, that's not, that's not the actions of a flash bastard. Cause is that, is that a phrase that translates? I don't think it bastard? is. No, okay. <laughs> cat leading a cult. It didn't turn out as I hoped. But the cats we are can try this on our own time. I'd try like cult leader cat. Or like cat. Yeah, sort of like cat. I just put in don't get in my face to see what happens. Okay. I'm interested. I'm on seventy two seconds. I think it's gonna be my last one. I've got high hopes. I like it. Yeah, I kept trying on different ones, but they just weren't working as I'd hoped. Mm. Yeah, I feel like there's a very specific like balance of like open-ended and specific that you have to strike like you got to give it something to work with but it can't be so specific that's going to come up with nothing yeah specific imagery with an open-ended application yeah so like cucumber pirate is like great because cucumbers pirates Things but is the cucumber combined. a pirate is it a pirate that's made of cute there's there's different things okay don't get in my face again is quite quite cronenberg-esque actually i think it's it's i'm here for it it feels like modern art that would be entitled oh. don't get in my face actually yeah you're so right like there's hands melting into faces there's a face on faces there's lots of faces on faces you could definitely get in some very solid horror movie imagery from this. Oh, hang on. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, yeah. Like, like the one on the pedestal in the lower right. Yeah, That's and top left with sort of this little sort of caftan scarf thing. Yeah. I would say this was a success. I'd yeah. say this was. A, I'd say in it's my a personal opinion, success. and I am definitely planning on making this. A regular podcast thing whether or not this continues to be a hot meme just because i think it's really entertaining oh are we waiting on i you were like tim you were looking like you were like waiting on one of them I, if i'm honest i closed i closed um create the um thing and it went to the landing page of twitter um and I'm not logged in, so it's just showing random tweets because it's got nothing to go on. And the top comment that it's displaying to me on just base, I don't know who you are, Twitter, mm -hmm. is I met a meth addict who once told me they owned well over 250 different fleshlights. <laughs> what am I supposed to do okay. with that? What am I, I supposed to do with that? You know, that? that's a great note for us to end on. Yeah. That's a beautiful note for us to end on. Too many. Yeah, I'm going to say too many. Too many. One's a stretch. <laughs> unless you're a collector. Unless, you're, unless it's historical fleshlights. <laughs> I'm so sorry to have somehow brought down the tone of this show. I don't know how I've managed that, but I do. 
I don't think you have. I think you've elevated it. <laughs> it's just the accent. I think you. I mean, if if that is all it takes, good. Lord will... Quimperly would like to show you his fleshlight collection on the south veranda. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, there we go. Now, now I'm just getting a bunch of ideas for like <laughs> super explicit prompts I could put in to the image generator oh, that I'm not oh. gonna do. You can do that on your own time. Yeah, do that on my own time. Or, you know what, um, that'll be like some milestone stream or whatever. If people actually yeah. start subscribing to us, we'll put really explicit prompts into the image generator and see what we get. Yeah, try and get yourself taken off the internet just as things start to peak. <laughs> That'd be Honestly, that's a thing that would happen to me. <laughs> All right, but yes, Tim, thank you so much for coming back for a third time. It's my pleasure. Really appreciated. Always fun. I look forward to my eventually constructed. I'm going to say pillowcase or flag. I don't know what it is. It was. It's, I was only shown it flat. It's. I mean, it's only one piece of fabric. It's, okay, it's, flag then. That's a flag. Yeah, call That's it. Flag. Flag. I was gonna suggest. I was gonna maybe put it in a frame. Frame? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that makes it harder to ship. I'd, I'd, I'd ship it just fabric and i can frame it in my country <laughs> because otherwise you're going to have to oh, pay yeah. to ship a frame with glass in it and that oh, will end yeah. poorly for you whereas this you can fold up real small and get away with quite a cheap because i was thinking about trying to find like a like embroidery hoop type frame that would fit it but i couldn't find like an oval one that was the right shape that you would see all of the design i don't know yeah. it turned into a whole but thing <laughs> whole thing but it does involve the excellent phrase an embroidery hoop which i find endlessly charming oh i have several of those i have quite a few I of have... those excuse me are you where i have several embroidery hoops yeah no it's, it's something about it's, the word hoop it's old it's lady craft city between the two of us the constant <laughs> knitting the like cross stitching like an old granny it's great knitting crochet puzzles yeah going to bed at nine all of these things. Quilting table over there. Yeah, right over there. I can see the edge of a little sewing machine. Look at it. I go you to know bed where at you're nine because I have to get up at six o'clock for work. Oh Whenever. dear. So, yeah, it's it's all it's prematurely grandma city over here. New to CBS, premature grandma. <laughs> Tonight at eleven. Love it. All right. Yes. Thank you so much for hanging out with us again. You are always welcome back. And to anyone who might be watching this, friends, thank you for fighting with us. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will be back again next week. Adios. Goodbye! This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks, featuring special guest Tim Meredith. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at and Sarah Said, and at StellarTim. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening! Hold up! 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365 day returns.